Titties bounce, bounce. Because I did. Okay, I could maybe. Okay, just remember to listen. To how they grew up singing it when you were a kid. What? To how they grew up singing it. Singing what? Titties bounce, bounce. Titties bounce, bounce. No, that's not how I knew. You missed out. I did not know that part. Titties bounce, bounce. And that's from my favorite movie. You should have known that. Titties bounce, bounce. I should not know that. I have titties that bounce. Titties bounce, bounce. You are listening to Prickly and Blooming, brought to you by LaJoy Society. And now, your hostess, Jessie Browning. All right, all right, all right. Greetings and salutations. Hi. We are well into season two now. This is episode four, and I'm doing what I did last season, where I do an episode where it's no guest. Well, I'm saying no guest, but that's not that's not true. I have a guest this week, but it's kind of off the usual cadence and pattern. And I did solo episodes last season and talked about you know topics that had come up. But upon reflection, I decided that we're dealing with some really deep topics and we're doing some like really good deep dive conversations and we're having, you know, holding space for a lot of some trauma stories and some, you know, it can be tough is what I'm getting at. This is, this is, all right. What I'm getting at is it can be tough and let's lighten the fucking mood a little bit. So once a month when I have my, I'm, I'm calling them PB&J episodes, so Prickly Booming with Jesse, we're just going to lighten the fucking mood a little more. Like we're just going to have some silly stories and we're going to have some fun times, silly fun times. I want to remind you of a few things though before we get started um, on like the episode, but there's merch on my website, which is lajoysociety.com, which is L-A-J-O-Y-E-S-O-C-I-E-T-Y.com. I have an Instagram page, a Facebook page, you know, all that stuff is also at LaJoy Society, so find me there. You probably already do, though, because if you're listening, you're probably, like, well, you know, connected. If you are listening to this and if you've listened to this more than once, the show, if you listen to this more than three times, I don't, I don't know. If you've gotten this far after you listen to this sentence, okay, and you have your, like, phone in your hand... Go ahead and find the spot where you can hit rate and you can just like quickly do some stars for the show. It really helps me. The, the ratings, I'm, I'm not going to say what they are because hopefully they've gone up by the time that you're listening to this. But they're like, they're, y'all, I know more people that have rated my show and I need you to show up for a second and just like hit the stars. If you want to be a superstar, you can write something in the review section. It's like super bonus points for that. Okay, thanks. Um, so this first PBJ episode of season two, to lighten the mood, I have um, my husband joining me. So I guess let's just, you know, let's get started. Hi, Daniel. Hi, Jesse. That was already weird. Does it get awkward? <laughs> oh, 
just when we call each other Daniel and Jesse like that. I didn't know. Mama. Oh, no. I mean, we're not doing that. Not doing that. We're not doing that. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not doing that. Hello, spouse. Hello, spouse. <laughs> well, what was weird is that we've been sitting in the same room here for 10 minutes. Then we should have figured out by now what to call each other. Right. Just remember, Michael didn't cut any of this shit out last time. So. <laughs> Easy on the banter. <laughs> What's wrong with banter? Nothing. Nothing. Just be prepared. Did you know? Okay, so I actually Googled banter a couple weeks ago because I was texting with, um, she was actually going to be a guest on the show. Um, and her and I have become friends. And uh, Maylee said something about another podcast and she said they have really good banter. She's like, but it's not funny. And she says, wait a second, is banter supposed to be funny? So we had this whole text com- communique about whether banter was supposed to be funny or if it's just banter. Turns out, would you like to guess whether banter is supposed to be funny or not? I mean, banter is just back and forth, right? It does have humor intent. It has humorous intent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Good to know, huh? Yeah, banter it up. That's what I learned today. Or not today, but a couple of weeks ago. Okay, so, you know, why I have you here and why we're sitting here with microphones in our hands uh, is to make a podcast episode. But the point of the podcast episode, as you heard me say, is like lighten the fucking mood a little bit. Sure. And I don't know anybody else who lightens the fucking mood as much as you and I do. There's not a lot of light, lightness in moods right now. No, there, there's not a lot of heaviness, let's say. There's a lot of light. There's a lot of light. We. I'm talking about between you and I. Between you. Yeah. 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 We like to keep it light. So you were my obvious first choice of to lighten the mood up and to bring a little levity. Levity. Yes. Because um, as you know, I said previously in the introduction to this episode that we're like doing some deep topics, doing some hard stuff. We're doing some heavy lifting, if you will. And in spirit of even the name of the show of prickly and blooming like let's let's do a little little dip in the joy pool (laughs) yeah (laughs) gotta gotta balance things all right so what i think is the obvious story why i invited you here today thank you for that invitation oh no problem thanks for accepting the most obvious first place to start is kind of the beginning because like you and I have had some stories and some times and we've been married um, 15 years in October. Mm. <laughs> oh, no trip this year. Mm. No trip. No trip this Thanks, year. Thanks, COVID. Yeah. But I think like it's so appropriate to go back to the beginning because it's like started out with a pretty, I think, humorous uh, origin story. Mm-hmm. I believe the kids call it a hashtag meet cute these days. Meet cute. Meet cute. Okay. I think it qualifies as a meet cute. Meet cute. Meet cute. I yeah. don't know meet cute, so you're gonna have to explain the qualifiers for me. Meet. Did it was it cute when you met? Okay. Meet, so meet. Meet. M e e t c u t e. Meet. Meet cute. Meet cute is just a cute story about meeting, but yep. it's got a fancy word. Yeah, it's called Name. a meet cute. Okay. Okay. Every. Uh, rom-com that we never watch has a meet cute. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't have picked up on that. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna travel. We're gonna time travel right now. Okay, we're gonna go back. <laughs> very good. That was very Scooby-Doo uh, reminiscent. Yeah, I appreciated that very much. <laughs> okay, we're going back to two thousand four. 
Summer of. Summer. Summer of 2004. I'm going to um, give a little backstory of like who I was and what I was doing. Sure. I was on unemployment. <laughs> I was also working on... Oh, wait. I was on unemployment from the head shop that I worked at for a couple years that lost its lease on South Congress in Austin. Got laid off because the store closed. First only time I was on unemployment in my life. And it's it's a what a lot of people are feeling right now. But it's like a weird necessary part of adulthood, I feel like, is to have a moment and we're on unemployment. So I've been on unemployment. I had been on the crew of a couple television shows that year. And I was planning on moving to Los Angeles because I was going to work in television and film production full-time, not just these random television gigs. Get your money out of that college degree. Mm -hmm. I really was. So I had committed in my um, plan, my super detailed plan to move to Los Angeles. I had committed to like not dating in Austin anymore. I was like, no fucking more. Like how many fucking ding-dongs can I meet in Austin that either don't have a car or a job or a phone or fucking all of all three we just discussed this morning the population of Austin was just under a million when we lived there. So approximately one half of one million. Yeah, probably. There's about that many ding-dongs. Probably Austin. about yeah, 500,000. So I was, I was hashtag done and I wasn't going to date anymore. And I feel like I'd gotten the job at Spider House. Yes, I got a job at Spider House that was going to get me through till the end of the year, end of 2004. And I was going to depart the Austin, which I'd been there since 2001. I was going to leave Austin for the, for the sunny coast of California. I lived in an apartment complex. It was called Woodmore on South Mar. Never, never missed an opportunity for a joke about that, but apparently we just did. Woodmore. Mm-hmm. You don't remember that was the name of it? Uh, I mean, we always called it more wood. Yeah, that's what I was, so I, was I was lost for a second. Yes. So that's like what I was doing and where I was. Okay, now you. Me. Where were you before? 25. Uh, oh, yeah, we were 25. 25. Oh, wait, I was just 20, I was 24. I wasn't 25. Yet. You half. were 20. You were, you were older. You were an older man. Yes. By mere months. Five months. 25, summer of, I was living in a house that I owned. I had been uh, divorced for several years already by 25. I had uh, owned a motorcycle business with my brother and his wife. Um, what else about me was then? I had already had a fairly successful career in semiconductor industry what my uh, college degree was for and I'd already uh, had enough of that and been laid off from from uh, reduction in force and basically decided I was never going to have a real job again by 24. Was that around like 2002 or so? 2003? Yeah, 2001 and 2. Yeah, I was just real quick aside I was just like I moved to Texas in 2001 graduated college in 2001 just kind of not really a great time in the economy around then we moved and opened a business in 2007 also things got kind of shitty in 2008 in the world and the economy Mm -hmm. here we are 2020 i'm just saying Mm. just like anytime i move and start a new thing way to to be a grain of sand in the desert change the whole world yeah no problem anyway go ahead 
Uh, what else about me? I spent major majority of my life just riding things with two wheels, racing motorcycles, hanging out with motorcycle dudes, tearing motorcycles apart, anything that ended in the word motorcycle, that was basically what uh, what my life revolved around, watching ra- motorcycle racing, I had friends over for barbecue all the time, beer drinking backyard, hot tub, hanging out, you know, good times. But I was also was a bit of a lonely man with all that fun. I had no special lady friend to, to share my days with. Which leads us to, I believe it was July of that month. It was um, July of that month. <laughs> it was July of that year. All, all, all month, month long. long, it was July. <laughs> July of that year. So uh, the the big reveal, you know, uh, but some people listening to this will know this, is that um, this, you... This inevitably comes up in the the campfire conversation of, Sitting with new couples. And like, mm-hmm. hey, we're getting to know you. How, how did you guys meet? <laughs> yeah. This is where we always seal the deal on, on friendships. Right. People are like, hey, let me tell you this story. Let me tell you this story. So you sent me a message on MySpace. I did send you a message on MySpace. That, was, that is how we met. Mm-hmm. Was on MySpace. As I previously mentioned, I, I was... Living a good life, having a good fun, but it was a bit of a lonely man, <laughs> a bit of a unfulfilled soulmate situation. <laughs> but I was also really, really cool, you know. Uh, and I was, I was still interested in a, a something that had caught my attention back in high school. Was, you know. <laughs> It's a younger man. It gained my my early fancy, and it was still still something important to me. And so, I was on MySpace, and I was searching for redheads within a five mile radius of my zip code. Because remember that you could do that. It was, you could do that. You could do that. Keyword: redhead. Radius: five, five miles. miles. <laughs> zip code: seven eight. 701? What was Austin? Mm, yeah, probably. No, seven. 01 was more central. You were like 787. 04? No, you weren't in 04. I, I wasn't even in 04, I think, by then. Uh, uh, give me a minute. I can come up. 78741, I think. Uh, I had a job where I knew all the zip codes, remember? I, knew, I used to stare at a map of the zip codes of Austin for a long time. Yeah. So I was, I was only interested in redheads. Well, so let's, searching for redheads. But also, let's talk about the five miles for a second. You live south of the river, and anybody who's familiar with Austin is going to understand that you're not going to go over the Congress River for dating. Like I had done that. Like a girl that I dated's not the right word, but she, we'll say dated uh, for for six or eight months was like a round rock. Oh, that's girl. like fucking far. Yeah, yeah. Especially when like it's half like an hour and a half. Ninety nine. 0.5% of our social life was like going downtown to get drunk and she didn't want to drink and drive. So I did a lot. It took her all the way up to Round Rock after a night on the town and then went back down. So it's like, eh, I'm going to be responsible and do a five mile radius of my zip code because it's bound to be plenty of results. <laughs> Keyword redhead. 
Do you remember how many results? How many? How many ladies did you did you spam out in this? I mean, not spam. Summer. Uh, I mean, it was a, it was a keyword that I frequented. You know, I knew what I liked. I don't mind admitting that. I no problem with that. But it never worked with anyone else. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> How many times exactly I sent out the ship, you know, raise the flag. Not too many. Not too many. Well, let me tell you, as a as a young lady in 2004, let's remind everybody that MySpace was like a dating website and a social media website all in one back then. Like you could search for people, which was like a dating website, but it was also like Facebook before Facebook. Do you know what I mean? So it was like... It was certainly centered around meeting new people, not so much connecting with people you already knew. I think it was both. It's both. It, it's both. <laughs> I was going to leave that one there, but if you're going to bring it up, I'll, I'll take an it's both joke. <laughs> Always. It's both is a reference to our Texas Country Reporter segment where I am referring... The, the host asked me if it was a laundromat or a coffee shop, and I said, it's both! And like... The, like I can't even really get the voice right ever again. Some good vintage Jesse and Daniel. (laughs) It's both. It's both. So, MySpace was definitely like the the infant of a dating website because flashback even or rollback, not flashback, rollback even more to Friendster. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, dating websites existed because when my brother lived in Dallas. He dated a girl who worked for Match.com. Right. But, but this is what, like... I wasn't going to pay for no dating web. That's you know? what I'm like, well, My free web, my free... I think I still occasionally get an email like, yo, Match, we cool. Like, I don't need you. That's been 20 years. I'm not coming back. <laughs> Thanks for checking in. That's amazing. Thanks for coming out. That's hilarious. <laughs> so, yeah, dating websites existed. And and MySpace was certainly the one to like. All right, let's bridge. Let's bridge the social mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and the dating. But we're yeah. definitely still very heavily on the the meeting new people. So, as a, a a lady of that time and era, and age, I got messages quite often. In fact, like the one I remember the one right before you, which is why I was like, oh, fuck off. Well, some guy was like yogi and he was like had his legs up like this or something, you know, up over his head in his profile photo. It was like Dr. Yogi or not. It's not what it was, but it was like, and he had a, I think he had a man bun before it would have been a man oh, bun. See, yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck off. Get out of my DMs before they were DMs. So you sent me a message. Do you remember what my... MySpace photo was then? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You had your like hat on and your bandana underneath it. and I was like straight gangsta. Yeah, you had Smoking like, a cigarette with like yes. $12 worth yes. of ones. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. I remember. And and you sent me a message. And it was like, hey, like cool profile. Is there anything else to know about you? And I was just like, oh, fuck you. Nope, that's got it all there. That's yeah. me. Fuck you so hard. I was like, got crawled right up on my high horse. To to be fair, like, I never had a pickup line any better than that anyway in my dating years. Like <laughs> in that, real that, life? IRL. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I just never practiced that skill a whole lot. Right. So, I mean, in my defense, I didn't have a line better than that one. 
I should have um, printed out the exact conversation. Yes, I have printed out the conversation and I have it saved somewhere on my computer. So our children... We could have read it out, but that's a whole nother... My children, our children can laugh at it someday. I mean, we can read it out. I can find it if you want, but I don't think we need to go there. So you sent me a message and I was like, oh, fuck off. You think I need you? Fucking send me a message. Like, blah, blah, blah. I was like, I I do my shit. I got my shit. Go away. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You said... I said, oh, that's cool. I was just checking to see if you were feisty like all the other redheads <laughs> I've dated. Or like other redhead. Right. I don't know if I put that I'm David in there. I don't think you did, but and then like the way that the way that you said like I think you said feisty, but it meant something else. It just made me pause and I remember being like Okay, fine. Because it was gonna be like that was it. No response. Shut it down. Yeah. And then something something about what your response was like, okay, cool. Just that pile of money I was holding. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, well, fine. I don't remember you know, what I said after that. But Daniel says, your profile pretty much covered all the basics. That's good info to have. Kind of helps figure out who the person is. But there's always more to figure out. Can't help you if you're looking for a lazy bum, but I got a lot of friends that definitely qualify. And then I replied, <laughs> do you really believe that I want a guy who is a bum? I'm a motivated, working, independent, bright young woman who doesn't take any bullshit. <laughs> so what else do you want to know? <laughs> and then Daniel says, mainly I was trying to figure out if you had that true redhead charm to you. And you do. I've always been a sucker for redheads. Despite everyone's advice, I always fall for them. But what else is there to know? What do you do for fun? Hobbies? Anything interesting? That's all I have in this. I have the whole conversation somewhere else, but that's enough to bore everyone with that right now. Yeah, that's how it went. That was the the get. And then our our online romance didn't didn't continue online very very long. No, it was a few messages. A few messages, and I wrote down your phone number, which I still have right here on a sticky note that's framed, and it says. Six one nine five zero nine zero Daniel. I actually wrote Browning later because I knew like two Daniels. Still a good. Still two a good other phone Daniels number. at the time. No, it's still not a good. You cannot reach Daniel if you dial six one nine five zero nine zero. No, but it's a, it was a good phone number. Yeah, you liked that phone yeah, number. It was, it was Sprint. I like me some Sprint. Yes, Sprint was good. Sprint, sprint was, good. was good. So then, like a couple, I think it was not days later but maybe a week and a half later my mother and my father my sister and my four-year-old niece came to visit me in austin and all stayed in my one-bedroom apartment at woodmore at woodmore at woodmore at woodmore yes and i needed to get out of the house and i say house i mean apartment i had had enough family time i was like i said 24 and i don't know single living in austin i had places to go people to see but i really didn't um because i wasn't dating so i lied to my mom and said i had plans that evening and i went outside and i called my friend brandon and i was like can we go out do you need to go out can we go somewhere tonight he's like no i can't tonight i was like okay fine i think i went back inside and i grabbed your phone number the sticky note that's right there off my wall and went outside and called you and was like let's go for a drink how about tonight how about right now (laughs) 
I got to get out of here. And so we went and had drinks at the warehouse. The warehouse. And they spelt it W-H-E-R-E, didn't they? No? Or is it W... No, it was proper spelling. It was proper spelling. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I thought they spelt it W-H-E-R-E. A pool hall. Yes, a, a pool. beloved pool hall that my roommate and I, Colby, frequented. Colby. Quite regularly. And you were there before me, and I... Sitting at a high table. Yeah, sitting at a high table. I remember I got a beer and went over and sat, and you already had a beer for me, and we had talked for hours. And um, During those classy days, it was probably course night. You probably had course light, but I definitely would have had a Miller High Life. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, I smoked all your cigarettes. They had more. Yep. And then... In a vending machine. Yes, there was a vending machine there. That's why we went there. Because they had a vending machine? Mm-hmm. That's why you and Colby went there, so mm-hmm. you could buy your cigarettes from a vending a, machine? That was, was a plus. I mean, I guess. We left, and I remember I was leaving the parking lot, and my phone rang. My, like probably flip phone not even flip phone no because we had flip phones after we were married so it was like you're 2120 no it was a flip it was a lg flip phone but it wasn't the razor it wasn't a razor but it was like a blue and silver probably and i was like oh yeah he's calling yeah what's up girl call and it was where are you (laughs) it's my mom because Emily, my niece, who was four at the time, had woken up and they were awake and they were wondering where I was because I wasn't at home yet. Cause it and was it was technically the middle of the night. Oh, we, yeah. I think it was one o'clock. We would have been kicked out of the bar. Yeah. Yes, we were. Yeah, we stayed the whole night chatting. And I wish I could be like, we talked about, I don't fucking remember. It wasn't like a big, like. We were 25. We were 25. We, I don't know fucking what we talked about. I don't know. We talked about 25-year-old bullshit. Right. And then I went to my apartment and I had Oreos in the middle of the night with Emily and my mom. We were whispering because my, my dad was sleeping in the living room and we were, <laughs> they were dunking Oreos in milk. And uh, I, I told her I had you know plans with a, f- a friend. And then much later she was like, if I had known you were going to meet a stranger off the internet, I never would have let you go. Just years later, right? Oh, yeah. I told him a long time later. So then I remember as when we were leaving, you were like, hey, yeah, just call me when your family's gone. Mm, we definitely talked about that. Yeah. You yeah. Were like, My introduction to your family was about your family being there in your apartment, your yes. small apartment. Yep. There was there was discussion of that. Mm-hmm. And you said, can we call when they leave? And I was like, okay, we'll do. So they left. And I mean, I was like driving to work after they left. It was a Sunday. I was driving to work, called you. Left you a voicemail, and I never heard from you again. Mm. From MySpace to nothing that quickly. Nothing. Nothing. That's all. That what, do you have to, what do you have to say for yourself? It's an accusatory tone in your voice, but um, I had, uh, you know, who knows? There was, to start with, I dropped my phone in the lake. Well, that's what I was getting at. I, yeah, I can yeah. remember the specific moment. Mm-hmm. I, I really liked that phone. I remember it was like a really rounded Sony phone. It was good. It had a good smooth flip to it. I remember it. I pulled it out of my pocket as I was stepping off the phone in like Steiner Ranch. And I was nervous because we weren't actually supposed to be there. We were like just jailbreaking. You know, when we were trespassing on Steiner Ranch. We were wakeboarding way up the lake. And I 
got nervous and dropped the phone in the lake. And uh, that was it for that phone. And then a couple days later, there was a, a race weekend. So I went racing motorcycles and just hadn't gotten a new phone. And then I got a new phone and I just didn't have any numbers in it. So I just didn't use it and went to work and just did my dude thing. Because, you know, I was a guy lonely enough to to search for redheads within a five-mile radius of my zip code. But I was also cool. I was cool. I didn't need to <laughs> calling people back just because. And that reminded me of how pissed I was in this in this interim when I called you um, and didn't hear back from you. I was so pissed because I was like, you weren't pissed at me you were pissed at you yes oh no i was going okay. to clarify that i was pissed at myself mm. i was so pissed at myself because i was like you fucking you said you weren't gonna date and it wasn't i mean it was the last minute go out for beers it was not like a real official date thing but i was like i said i wasn't fucking doing this anymore in austin because there's something about all these fucking guys in austin they all fucking do this and like ghosting before ghosting was a fucking term i swear ghosting came up came into it being because of the city of Austin. I remember another part of that that uh, MySpace conversation that's uh-huh. worth going back to. Okay. It, it was discussion right after that about, you know, I told you who I was and I owned a house and, and had a hot tub. Oh, and yes. There was there was that. There was that. There was that. Right. That, that was also part of the interest. Right. You were a, like, I own a business. I have a hot tub. Yes. There's a koi pond in the backyard. And I was like, okay, fine. That sounds different. Okay. Okay. That sounds different than previous. Break my rule. Yeah. But then I was still so pissed. I was just like, you fucking. Because even that guy. Because that guy with the koi pond. Even that guy who owns a business and a house and has got a hot tub. Even he's like, no, catch you later. Catch you later. I'll call you. You call me. I might have been climbing rocks. I don't know. And then I got so mad at myself that I had to like, like masochist. I sent you a message of like, hmm, I see how it is. Mm. I think I even said that. I was like, I think I said, I I'm see how I'm pretty sure those were your words. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I see how it is. <laughs> I see how it is. You tell ladies to It call. wouldn't have been more eloquent than that. No, I don't think it was. I, I really don't think it was. I have it was like a Friday and I had to work that night in one of the coffee shop that I worked at stayed up until like two o'clock in the morning wasn't it or one yeah one or two one or two and we got out of there really late and you were like no we'll stay out tonight and i was like i have to work sir <laughs> i got my phone fixed because cool yeah now. no you were like i dropped my phone like and i was like oh right well you could have sent me a message on myspace which is how i'm communicating to you right now and you were like well all right we'll let's hang out tonight and you, like you again just like took down my defenses like just like a little, you just put up a little, I don't bloom that was like, okay, fine. Okay, fine. You did have all of the self-control of a 24-year-old woman. I did. <laughs> so, it wasn't like I had a, you know. All right, fine. Oh, please. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and so, I, we hung out that night after I got off work, like super fucking late, because you were, you were being the designated driver for your roommate that night, you said. Mm-hmm. That you were, um, you were gonna pick up Heather downtown, and you'd be up anyway. And I was like, "All right, fine." And then we went to my friend's house and hung out there for a while, well into the night. God, I can't even imagine staying right. up this late. We started hanging out at one o'clock. In yeah, the morning. we uh, might have been two. Yeah, honestly, yeah, by the time you got off. I think it was two. 
and then we ended up leaving um her house and went got my swimsuit and went to your house <laughs> i don't fucking know what time i mean we probably saw the sun come up in the hot tub that happened plenty of times yeah yeah maybe not that night i think we went inside right before it started going or minor that night but and then you said i had to stay and sleep over because your roommate would be wondering if what time you could go rock climbing yeah he was gonna make me get up early and go rock climbing the yeah. next day yeah if i didn't have an alibi yes and because i was there you didn't have to go rock climbing first thing right. in the morning right. that's it right i mean yeah. not much has happened since that day no i mean that was that was about it we got that got us to the beginning and uh you know short of a travel trip here and there we haven't spent a night apart since that's not true yeah i mean travel trips yeah whatever but like I mean, i've gone on weekends you've been well, it's a traveling trip right as opposed to a non-traveling trip right that's what what, what would it be <laughs> I don't know. That's why I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, I didn't. I'm just saying, my, I, didn't, I have not dropped my phone in the lake since that <laughs> day. <laughs> I have not moved to LA since that day. No. Oh, that was, yeah, that was trouble to have to call. Mm, you made that call. I'm, that was my phone. I owned that. No, no, no. I remember it, it was a couple months and I had to be like, I'm not coming to LA to my friend who lived in LA. And she was like, what? And I was like, yeah, I know. She, it's pretty bullshit excuse. It's like I met a guy. I met a guy. He's got a hot tub. Yeah. <laughs> he dr- he had a phone. He dropped it in the lake, but he's got another phone now. It took me a minute. <laughs> took me a minute. Fucking MySpace, though, man. We always talk about this story in the context of my wrongs from dropping my phone in the lake. And and, and well, the, the person that I was to not call you back. But we never discuss it from the fact that you only went out with me to get away from something. <laughs> I mean, we always mention that part of the story, but that's always kind of there in the beginning, oh, dropped in conveniently. It's never in the end I of the meeting story where I get to feel all the shame of dropping my phone. No, that, it's not that you dropped the phone. Like it's that you didn't <laughs> reach out, call, and call me back. That's the shame I'm talking about from yeah. the dropping the phone. Well, that's not here. I was obviously there would have. I have the fucking sticky note right here in my hand. There would have been a time. You do have better. You do have better. um, I would have evidence than I do. Yes. Other than a new phone, I had a new phone. You you verified that back Mm -hmm. in the time. Mm -hmm. Did have a new phone? It would have happened. Whether back before Apple would automatically sync your contacts and everything would work. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. there was no contact sync. It was one by one, and it Mm -hmm. was a race weekend. Oh yeah, hashtag race weekend. Mm. It's very important. But you know, the, the whole thing about the the dropping the phone in the lake, it's just an important part of the story. The meet cute, hashtag meet cute. That's the meet cute. Because it was just like it could have just that could have been it. Could have just been the sad never, phone in the lake. Like, never or, or could have mm-hmm. not remembered your last name. Like, oh, and there's that fucking guy I went out with once. And I called him and never you know, he said, "Oh, call me," and I didn't never call me back. Yeah, you know, that could be the story. story to your LA boyfriend. See what I'm saying? Mm, see could've. how quickly could have, could have. See how quickly that could have changed. I'm I'm glad it didn't. And I'd like to say that I was able to access my you know vulnerability and no, 
No, your your language for accessing your vulnerability would have been. I'm pissed. That would have been the extent of it. I think it would have been this fucking guy. This fucking guy. This fucking guy. Five mile radius. Five mile radius. But the traffic in Austin was a real bitch. Even even sixteen years ago. Yeah. Legit. You weren't gonna be driving. No. And I had I mean I had rules at that point in my life. Like that was back when you know, couldn't drive a vehicle on Sundays because I had my own Shomer Chavez. We came up with that after we were. I uh, know, sure. but that was still that time. That time of my life, like okay, we had had what? What's the word for that? Standards. No. Standards. Man. That's the word I'm looking for. Standards. You had standards, man. Yeah. Wasn't oh, I'm gonna date some chick on fucking thirty eighth? No, not even airport up there. No, that gets so confusing. North of six. That's all I was in for. Yeah, I knew what y'all were like up there, North thirty eighth. Yeah, that's the end of that story. That's all I was interested. That's all we had time for this evening. Yeah. I mean, we've definitely filled the time for sure. There's there's more like above your head. I can see our wedding photo. Yeah, yeah. The story goes on. Yeah, the story goes on. But I think that the the occurrence of our acquaintance. <laughs> Ooh, that was good. The occurrence of our acquaintance is unusual. Like, there's a lot of, like, we met at a party, or we were my, fr- you know, he was the wingman for my friend, or we were at a bar, or, like, all of those kind of things, but, like, a straight up. Is there any we at a bar? Is there any what? Is there any we were at a bar? Does that ever work? Met people oh, at a bar? Oh, I think so. I think know. so. I mean, for all the time I spent trying, I don't know many success stories. Well, for at least. I mean, well. <laughs> Long term, I should say. <laughs> yeah. How did you meet your first wife? <laughs> That's not the story we're talking okay, about. Okay. All right. I mean, all right. I don't even know. Uh, Maybe I do. I just can't access it right now. I can't pull it up. A mutual friends. See? Yeah, See? Was, That's a very yeah. common. It's a, it's a very common thing. This Co- is college crossover party. College crossover party is the old CCP. Yep. Um, and so we, right out of the gate, I think, you know, I'm not saying like this was so highly unusual, but uh, certainly not these days. No. 2004, people were not meeting on the internet. Not a lot. Not a lot. Is there anything else you want to add? I think we should let these people go. We should. They'll be back for more. If, they're, if there's more, there's more to be told. <laughs> yeah, maybe this, maybe we'll just keep telling stories throughout the whole season. All right. Okay. Thank you, honey. Bye. All right, all right, all right. Oh, you say that so good. You should say no, I don't say it you good. Should you should be say. reduced to a soundbite from someone else's movie. Hey, man. <laughs> You've been saying it for 16 years that uh, I've known you, so. All right, all right, all right. Everything up to this point has led me here and there's no
to 